All right, hello everybody, and welcome back to the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast. It is your girl Maria, and I am here with our second guest ever to the show, Satsi. Everyone, hello. Ooh, how exciting! Thanks, fam. You're welcome. Thank you for redoing this with me for a second time. No problem. <laughs> Round two of this. Let's let's do it. But yeah, so uh, if you want to, uh, we know each other actually from um. Uh, we run in similar Discord circles, yes. and I knew the homie here was pretty, I'd say pretty decently versed, I'd say, even though you are still pretty new to the territory, it's pretty decently versed mm-hmm. in the uh, hip-hop, R&B world in particular, yeah. so I figured this would be great. But yeah, today, um, we're going to go over uh, 2020, have a little review, talk about our favorite songs and albums that uh, happen, that were released by R&B hip-hop artist, and a little bit of, a little smidge of indie uh, from Korea. And yeah, and uh, so Satsi, I guess uh, you can go ahead and introduce yourself to the masses here. Well, I'm Sat. I am definitely, I definitely consider myself a newbie of Korean R&B and Korean hip-hop because I just recently learned all these labels and all these crews and who belongs to what. So definitely new to this, but I've been into idols since 20 and the end of 2016 started with bts and then branched off recently to korean hip-hop and r&b so yeah that's me i'm very new i'm just gonna be talking about how i feel about things i have no knowledge about musical theory and all that stuff so whatever's good is what's good in my heart i don't either so (laughs) we are on the same page which is fantastic yes so yeah, so yeah, let's just jump right into it, and we will start with the indie section, mainly because it's the smallest section that we have. Yeah, <laughs> and we might as well just give a little shout out to the indie artists because sometimes, you know, or at least some indie artists you discover, sometimes you often just walk by them right. through a playlist or whatever, and it's like, oh, we like this guy. Yep. So on my end, I got a uh, EP and a couple singles. Uh, for singles, we got uh, from the art from the artist Hesel uh, Non Non. I think is how you say it for Midnight Train, or at least that's how you say it in English. Midnight Train and Chun Minji with Body. Uh, both of these are kind of similar to each other. I realize in the fact that they kind of use guitars in kind of a grunge esque way. Def were probably inspired by a Nirvana a tad bit, mm-hmm. but they also do incorporate other musical elements into the song as well. So it's a pretty cool mix um, with those two uh, songs. I definitely recommend checking them out. And then uh, as for an EP, I have Hyoko's uh, Through Love, which is a pretty, um, I think overall, very chill, calming EP for them. Yeah. Uh, and probably some of my, probably my one of my favorite releases from them. Uh, period. So yeah, uh, especially uh, especially in you know like a year like this, economy piece. Yeah. Sometimes you just need that, that to, relaxation uh, music. yourself. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I definitely recommend checking out Hyoko, that AP. Um, yeah, and Satsi, I see you have a another one that I have not heard of yet prior or haven't really investigated into. Yeah, I don't really know them either, but this is a band called Hip Hippiopia. I think is how it's pronounced. Um, so they were formed on a TV show called Superband in 2019, and this is their first EP that they released after being formed. They have two vocalists, a cellist, and a guitarist. 
So their music is very rock, ballady, alternative rock, and of course with a cellist with a little classical twist. So if you like them, it they're really like maybe I'll say they're a little Coldplay, but more classical Coldplay. So it's a very intense, very mood driven with like heavy cellist feels. You feel like it's an orchestra and a band combined. So. Combine they it's a good combination of those two genres classical and rock, and the whole EP nice. is excellent. It's a whole mood. If you like epic stuff that sounds like soundtracks, they're they're the band for you. Sick. Yeah, I I, I think stuff like that's pretty cool when people try to like combine genres. Yeah. Sometimes it goes well. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. But it, when it does go well, it's like it hits. Oh, yeah. Music to the ears. Yeah. It hits differently. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, so that'll be it for us for the indie side of things. Mm -hmm. And next we'll roll into the uh, R&B side, starting with uh, singles for Mm R&B. All right. So the first one we will discuss will be Suman and Zion T with Dirty Love. Uh, So this one is also one that I've mentioned prior in a um, quarter uh, review video. Uh, these two, and you'll see Zion T pop in here as kind of like a feature in a couple other songs as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, these two complement each other, I feel, very well with their voice styles, even though it feels like maybe at first it wouldn't work out as well. But, uh, I, I love the kind of back and forth vibe they give off each other. And that's what makes collabs like this, uh, really special. Because you can sense, like, the kind of, uh, musical chemistry and vibe between them and yeah it's a i won't repeat myself from what i said prior in other videos but it's a pretty solid track and a cool one to get into especially with uh with it's kind of r&b with some clear little electronic uh influences yeah mixed in between it's a great track i i didn't really know how they're gonna mix because they're really two unique voices but they blended really well together and it's a really unique track it's a sick track. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I got a few other ones uh, that I don't think, I don't know if you've heard of Sat yet, but uh, we got Sophia with Ripple, very nice kind of uh, more so traditional modern R&B style, but it's cool. I like the cover art too for this single, just as a side note, but um, I think it's a nice I cover. haven't heard this but one. It's very, yeah. yeah. It's a, she's, she got a couple other songs that pretty solid mm-hmm. but yeah i don't have too much to say except i think it's a pretty noteworthy <laughs> song to check out yeah uh say say will appear uh, a couple more times in this mm-hmm. mix but uh she her single that she released with punchinello don't know i think work those that works off each other pretty well she's a pretty uh she used to be a part of a uh, k-pop uh group called evil yes and uh which i feel though as of late she's probably gotten more famous just on her own merits and talents. Uh, she did also drop the single Ziggy Ziggy or ZGZG, not quite sure how I think that's how you say it, uh, last year, which blew up a little bit. And uh, But she's mainly an R&B girl at heart. And uh, this song definitely continues on with that tradition. And I think it's a pretty solid track from her. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also appears in the song A Darling that's produced by uh, producer Cozy Pop. Uh, and she is in the song with Yeonjun, another um, R&B artist. 
And those two, this it has like a very, this song in particular has a very like nostalgic kind of like 80s kind of like a little bit. Of, it's R&B, but there's that city pop influence you kind of feel in there. I feel like it works really well together. Um, and it's just a very nice, like chill nighttime drive type of song that I would highly recommend. Um, so with BP, uh, she is probably my, definitely from the awards. You can tell she's my R&B artist for this year because she is just killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, she appeared on a, I think you mentioned earlier, Sat, um, that she appeared on a, 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 a survival show yeah. program. Yeah. Uh, and she's, yeah, and that's, that she apparently did pretty well in overall, you would say? Yeah, or? I think she did. She got through most of the rounds, yeah. I'm not sure, but I know she released a lot of songs, so she should have done well. It was called The Fan. Oh, The Fan. Yeah. Okay, got you. Yeah, I did not. I didn't watch the whole show, yet, but... but I saw the auditions, and she did really well. She was really nervous because it was her first time. So the people that discovered her were Tiger JK and Yoon Mirai on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So she was super nervous when she went on the first time, but her voice was so good, and they were all blown away. Yeah, and uh, I first discovered her listening to Be New and Nabi. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, really Nabi. I love Nabi. Nabi, so yeah. cute. Yeah. Uh, and Be New is just like addictive. Yeah, she went to top two. I just looked up. Oh, top two. Yeah. See? Killed it. Yeah. Killed it. Yeah. But yeah, she released a string of singles this year mm-hmm. that I absolutely adored. Mm-hmm. I nominated uh, one of them, including Restless, which I nominated as the best uh, R&B song for this year along with Casino, or at least that's the English title for it. I forget mm-hmm. the uh, Korean title, but it's quite long. But also really fun, like, uh, song. Has some cool little, um, I guess, uh, hints to poker in the song as well. And then, of course, uh, she, we have the Dingle Freestyle collab, uh, She Got It. Mm-hmm. The nice um, <laughs> refrain of pack of cigarette and condom in my pocket. I can't get over that. It's just funny to me, <laughs> especially when it's when like in the music videos, it's like a, it's almost like sound like a '90s kind of young girl's room, and it's just kind of like the juxtaposition of that and the lyrics is just kind of funny to me. <laughs> but it totally makes sense with her because yeah. it's like totally her vibe. But yeah, but she she has a lovely, soothing, like almost entrancing kind of voice mm-hmm. that works really well with R&B, but also works great as like a as a feature in a lot of hip-hop songs, yeah. which you'll notice she'll she'll probably appear in a couple, mm-hmm. a few more songs yeah. because of that. I think she's getting yeah. more famous now because she appeared in that um, Knowing Brothers people. So it would be Heechal oh, and yeah. that one other dude. She appeared on that their single. So she's, she's branching out and making herself known. Oh, yeah. She, she's putting her work out there. Yeah. She's written a few songs in particular for some idol groups. Oh, really? And she actually did, she collaborated um, oh, she I featured know. in um, JYP. Fever. Yeah, she featured in JYP song Fever yeah. as well. Yeah. But yeah, pretty solid kid. Uh, I'm looking forward to see where her career goes. Mm-hmm. And we got Zion T back again as a featured, but this time for someone that is under the label that he's leaving <laughs> or will have left but depending when this comes out yeah. um vince with the song emergency which is a really 
hot song. Vince is hot. The song is hot. It's uh, it's just addictive. It's just, it's so good. It's, it's just like what you need <laughs> sometimes. It's just like one of those songs. It's like, yeah, I need a hot song. Yeah. And this is the hot song you need. Right. But um, Vince criminally needs to release more music. He <laughs> has a great, attractive sounding voice. And it just, especially with his previous uh, single, Mendal, that he released back in 2019. It's just like, why does this guy not have more music out? It, this, he, he just, we need, just need more. We need, the people demand more from you Vince come on man <laughs> come on man it's cause he's dungeon but yeah yeah he's dungeon by YG yeah. tsk, tsk, tsk. shame on you YG what shame else is on new you. what else is new uh quick shout out to uh dress producer dress and Sogum who is uh part of the Balming Tiger crew and also now officially signed under uh uh AOMG mm-hmm. after she won the uh competition program sign here mm-hmm. uh their song sorry um pretty solid cool track i like it a lot don't really have much else to say except check it out mm-hmm. uh we also got uh another one we can talk you can attest to as well um mm-hmm. that yeah. crushes mayday oh yeah crush is an artist i've mentioned before yeah. uh he's kind of a hit or miss for me mm-hmm. uh depending on his music i do acknowledge though he is a very talented individual when it comes to his stuff especially since his debut when i first heard that back in the day i was like this dude's gotta get big if not i will be severely disappointed and he did get big mm-hmm. and mayday definitely showed that off with how big his house is and his music video <laughs> girl damn <laughs> but also the song is just works for me yeah very well and along with the feature with um from joy yeah. of red velvet which is i guess a group that he's wanted to collaborate in some way with yeah. at some point which yeah hey, he got to be able to do it i heard he, job, fam. i know he was a fan of red velvet so it was probably a really nice moment for him oh yeah he must have been like super excited for that yeah uh yeah, but it's a song that just works really well, and it's just, it's just, it just makes me laugh, but also it's just a nice soothing one to listen to when you're just like, oh, I need some crush. I need a <laughs> dose of crush in my life, so there's your dose of crush. I think the MV makes it a lot better for me. I don't really think I listen to it separately, but with the MV, is really cute. The MV is just cute yeah. and hilarious at the same time, because yeah. it's just kind of like, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. It's random, yeah. but it works. <laughs> it works. I love it. Mm-hmm. And then we got this. Now, next we got Moon, mm-hmm. also kind of semi-dungeon by SM. YG, this time SM Entertainment yeah. under Million Market. Yeah. Look at that. Big companies dungeoning people. It's it's a trend, yeah. clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Moon, though, uh, another person besides BP that I just need more music from at this point. You, you just need more music. Uh, her string of singles that she released this year, including Woo Don't Care, which include both woo and don't care great songs to feel like you gotta move your hips to both in a faster way but also in a slow essential way depending which song you're listening to they both work really well tonight is another single that she released which features vince so he actually was able to do something else besides his one single he dropped this year fantastic uh but both sounds very much like a nice cool club anthem but like a more chill club anthem that you can just you know sway your hips to a little bit like but like you know kind of like with an r&b twist to it and i really enjoy it and then we got walk the night which hey features zion t well would you look at that zion t the feature king this year i guess for r&b uh, <laughs> uh a very nice calming song perfect song to listen to in like the fall winter time 
uh, really enjoy that track. And I think it highlights her vocals really well. Uh, she's just someone that just is, delivers consistently, and I love her for that. And uh, we also got a single from Ocean from the Blue, the same guy who made me feel special after he liked my tweet. I appreciate you, man. <laughs> I heard about I that. That must your heavenly. Yeah, yeah. I got I got a little bit too excited, and I might have bragged it to a lot of people. It's okay. <laughs> it doesn't happen every day. It's a nice moment. He... It doesn't happen every day. Yeah. He has his own <laughs> Discord just, too. He... Oh yeah, he does. I have not been in that Discord because I'm just kind of like I don't know if that's. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But that's if you're if if you're curious to find his Discord, go ahead. I don't know if I ever will, but hey, he's he seems to be key into wanting to interact with fans a lot. Yeah. But his ones he'll show up again on this list, of course, a couple more times. But this one is for Girl, uh, one of his singles that he dropped, uh, and it just highlights, I think, his voice along with other songs that he's released this year. It just highlights his voice really well, and it's just. So soothing, and how the guy could just hit falsettos like it's no tomorrow, yeah. and it's just man. Ocean from the Blue is definitely a name that suits him very well because it reflects his voice very well, and I think the goal of his music and girl, I think, reflects that very well in that regard. Mm -hmm. And then, um, let's see here, we'll save one certain particular song for last from this list our um, combined song of the year. Our combined song of the year. <laughs> yeah. But before that, I'll make a little comment on one of your picks uh -huh. uh, with DPR Ian. Yeah. Go ahead. DPR Ian, part of the DPR, Drew, is it Dream Perfect? Regime. Uh, regime. <laughs> kind of like, I guess, you know, it's like similar to ASAP Mob, except, you know, not ASAP Mob. Right. <laughs> the Korean, the, whole, the more slightly wholesome Korean version of ASAP Mob, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um. It's, uh, Ian used to be a part of Sea Clown, uh, idol group that has since dissolved, disbanded. Uh, he was known as Romeo as a stage name. Mm -hmm. And, but for a while under DPR, he's mainly focused on fil uh, production of music videos and whatnot. Yeah. However, recently he's decided to not only continue to do video production, but also sing and make his own music and he dropped two singles this year so beautiful and no blueberries no blueberries featuring label mate dpr live and cl yep. who i feel never really features in much but hey mm -hmm. they got her best thing about these well i don't know if it's the best thing but they do really highlight how he's uses how he uses has his songs produced which is a very in a very like unique way that stands out compared to a lot of other people in the field and i and also these songs are in english for the most or at least for the most part for no blueberries yeah. but they're both otherwise in english mm -hmm. um definitely um a little bit more of an easier step to acclimate people to especially in a great type of song to want to introduce the people you know casually if, if you are an english speaker yeah of course but um yeah. Yeah, it's a great track. I'm looking forward to more music that uh, DPR Ian will release. And yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that he was a singer at first because he's always directing music videos. Like he made CL's music video and he's featured in the music video. So I was kind of surprised that he has his own music, but it's really nice. It's R&B soul, perfect for what I like. And if it was released in the Western market, it definitely would have been a hit. And he would have been famous. Oh, yeah. And he's also very good-looking. So, 
he is. <laughs> I, I, I definitely second if it was more, if it had more PR, it probably absolutely would have yeah. been a hit. Yeah. Um, it's definitely going to be a song I'm going to put on a playlist for like my sister and my cousin to recommend to listen to. Yeah. Cause I think they would absolutely dig something like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, I see, uh, before we get to our combined favorite um, single, R&B single of the year, yeah. uh, I think you got a couple other songs that you would like to talk about. Yeah, so another person that I'm very happy that released music this year was Jamie, because I thought after, well, Jamie's also known as Jimin Park, and she was formerly of 15N from JYP, so after she left JYP, I thought she was going to go and hide somewhere for a little bit and not release anything and see what she wanted to do. But she appeared on a TV show called Gird Girl. And then right after that, she released a song called Numbers featuring Chang Mo and Apollo 11 featuring Jay Park. Both are great songs, R&B. And in 15 and she was my favorite voice. So I was so happy. And her previous EP, even, even if it was a JYP release, it was pop R&B. And most of those songs I had on repeat, like Pick Up the Phone, I still listen to. So I love her voice. I'm really excited to see what she has in store for us in the future. Have you watched Good Girl? Uh, I have not. I know of Good Girl. I'm aware it exists. Uh, The only other female rap show that I saw previously was like at least the first season of Unpretty Rap Star, but of course that was quite several years ago. It's nothing like Unpretty Rap Star. Like, Good Girl is so much more wholesome because they're supportive of each other. I love it. I love that. Shows I need to check out, but unfortunately I'm kind of pressed for time these days. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah, you know. <laughs> but at least like unfortunately try to look at the performance and stuff because it's like a real good combination of people and really nice performances idols and r&b singers and rappers i will definitely make notes because yeah. it's, it's one of those that's been in the back of my mind i've always wanted to check out but just has i just have not gotten to it mm-hmm. because life and uh, you'll find out there's uh, depending when this gets released, there's mm-hmm. going to be a video that will me and um, another KS member will discuss further as to what we've kind of been up to in our personal lives. Okay. But, uh, to be tuned. Uh, I don't know if that will get cut or not from this, but <laughs> I'll just leave that in there. <laughs> okay. uh, anyways, um, uh, I see you also have a familiar face on here too as well. Uh, With who? Libata. Oh yes, I love her. Ibotta, she was yeah. a discovery of this year because I used I listened to her for like a week straight because I was obsessed with her voice. So she's an R and B singer songwriter, and her voice is so chill, so soothing. And I think I listened to her EPs for a whole week because I didn't realize that she existed, so I had to catch up. <laughs> so she's good. Yeah, empty room. I. Th- Unfortunately, I didn't care for Empty Room as much this year, mm-hmm. um, or at least from the, what she released. But I still do highly recommend you, people checking her out. Yeah. She does have a fantastic voice. And there's prior songs like, uh, I think it's like Blue, uh, Blue Rose or Red Rose yeah. that I um, really enjoy and like love. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, she has an addictive voice too. Yeah. Something about these people with um, Ocean and C and yeah. Korean words for C in their names, it just, just works well with R&B. Yeah. I'm seeing a trend here. Ocean from the Blue, Ibada, mm-hmm. Ilibada, however you say it. Um, yeah, just uh, keep it up. I like the ocean puns and hints in the names. Mm-hmm. I think it works out pretty well. 
Okay, so my next person, similar to before, R&B soul singer, she's new and she's part of Highlights, and it's Suvi with Make the Move featuring PH1. I love this song because it's just like chill vibe. I think it's part of an indie song, and it's just nice to listen to on a day when you're like cooking or something like that. It's a nice chill song, and I love her voice. And she'll be. Yeah, she, Suvi also. We'll mention her more in the highlight compilation album, right? Yeah, a little bit more there, and yeah. uh, also another song that we're saving for last for true, this true, uh, true. section. But uh, okay. but uh, she's one that I'm definitely looking into up and coming from highlight, along with uh, rapper Jared. Yeah, uh, both Jared of those two. Great. I think they're both. Both of them, they uh, the, these girls got um, some talent to them. Yeah, and I think are representing of a. Uh, the spread of highlight from being just f- hip hop focused into kind of becoming like a hybrid of hip hop and R and B, kind of similar to AOMG, but of course done in a different way. Right. And I am excited to see how these the, the how Suvi, you know, uh, in the R and B side and uh, Jared for the hip hop side, in particular, flourish under yep. this kind of label. Okay, and my last person I'm going to talk about is someone we all know, Lehigh. She left YG this year, obviously, and went to AOMG. Yay! <laughs> so, Good job, Lehigh. Yep. Lehigh. How do you say your name? <laughs> so she released... It's, it's either Lee or E. Yeah. And uh, I think in Korea it's technically E. Yeah. But, of course, they put an L in front of, you know, Lee yeah. in Romanized words. So yeah. I never know right. what to say because Mark Lee always says Mark Lee. He doesn't say Mark E. Right, so I just say Lee. Probably because <laughs> I, I, I think I think the factor too is that he grew up in Canada. Maybe yeah, which I think is like an influence for that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's both. I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so her song is more of a ballad, but it has the classic Lehigh um, emotion to it. So it's really great. Nice when you're like in the mood for ballads. Not really R and B, but it's. I think she's still an R&B artist, so I left it in there. I'd say so. She does both. She's like ballads and then like R&B. Yeah. She, she, she dabbles in both, I feel like. I think it just depends on what mood she's in. Yeah. For what she wants to do for music. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I did not, I actually have not heard this on yet. I'll have to check it out after this. But uh, I have heard her, a couple of her features this year. And uh, mm. Homegirl killed it. <laughs> Especially in the next song we're going to talk about. Yeah, let's go to the song of the year. She's all like, um, she's all like, daddy want to smack my ass. And I'm like, okay, Lehi, I know you, I know you an adult now. <laughs> but in case you're wondering, it's the remix, baby. It's specifically the automatic remix. Yeah. AKA the smartest career move Chancellor has probably done up to this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in terms of what to release for songs and whatnot. Uh, yeah, so this is originally was a song that Chancellor did with, uh, uh, with, uh, Babylon, uh, I think it's 12 he's, he's from, um, Young and Rich Records, mm-hmm. uh, I, th- I think so you say it, 12 or 12, I forget. 12, I think uh, it's 12. Him. You think it's 12? Yeah. Okay. All right, uh, we'll go with 12. Yeah. Uh, let's see, and of course, Moon, BB, and Giselle originally, and then of course they decided to invite... Not just them, but a lot of other people to the table, yeah. including Jay Park, Ehi, Suvi, Jared, uh, more noticeable ones, I guess, Ello, uh, Marshall, Saran, Suman, Hoodie, even features for like a, you know, a few hot 10 seconds. 
as is hoodie in her features goes usually. <laughs> but um, yeah, this was a great, uh, good um, grouping of a lot of a good widespread of more well-known R&B artists and newer up-and-coming R&B artists and some other people that have been around but have stayed, you know, kind of have a, have had a lower profile but have been around in the industry for a while. Uh, a good mix of them. Nice to see. You don't really ever get this in R&B or really any other genre outside of hip-hop for that matter to get this huge amount of people coming together for this for a song mm-hmm. like this. And uh, it's great that they were able to uh, do a remix for this like that. Along with that, I also absolutely love both the instrumentals, the more trap uh, beat and the uh, throwback disco 80s, groovy, R&B inspired beats. Uh, Fantastic mixing on that. Mm -hmm. It's just a great track. And it's probably like the ultimate R&B track at this point from Korea in recent memory. My faves, uh, I would say Giselle and Ocean from the Blue. Giselle specifically from like the um, the original one, if we're from from that original core group, and then from the remix, definitely Ocean from the Blue. Yeah, just to just especially with that um, with that with the retro uh, beat. Yeah, they both do really well on that. And then I guess if for the trap beat, I probably say Saran and Suman mainly because I didn't know that they could really handle trap beats like that. Mm. So like, good job, girls. Yes. I think I yeah. from I also agree. Ocean from the Blue is my favorite, but another person I discovered from this song was Kavish, and I really enjoyed his music. It's really different, and I'd say it's more indie R and B than anything, but it's really cool. So he's someone that you you should check out. Yeah, Kavish has a pretty nice voice. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I do absolutely agree. Yeah. All right. So that's all our singles, and now on to our K R and B full releases, starting with. Uh, here in Beck, Beck here in, yeah. depending on where you go, was mm-hmm. tell us about yourself, all smushed in one word. And that seems to be a trend in a lot of these songs. Yeah, they do that a lot. It's just, for some reason, I don't know why, yeah. but I guess that's the trend. I don't know, is it a internet aesthetic for I don't know Korea? Who knows? But yeah, I would say pretty much everything on this, the only thing, I feel like it's easier for me to say which ones I don't really care for for this album, which in this case would be the interlude and Hate You, and then everything else I absolutely love on this album, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. This is a fan, another fantastic release from Yaren. Uh, this is mostly in English as well, so again, another cool kind of album if you want to try to get people into, you can. But yeah, she really does branch out and push the boundaries uh, a little bit more dance, uh, light, soft dance elements, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Especially on like the title track, like 0415, and then also some more uh, lighter kind of retro sounding aesthetics in like some later tracks and some earlier tracks in this album. But this was just a great display of her vocals and uh of her musicality uh yeah i can't i just just give me more beck Aaron. just give me more and i will gladly probably gladly take it <laughs> absolutely and then uh coming up next we also have uh a rookie that just for me blasted onto the scene with how incredible her vocals are that would be davita with creme because i guess the cream always rises to the top if it's the best, of course. Yeah. In particular, <laughs> my ter- me and my terrible puns. I'm sorry, Sat, you get to hear these. That's okay. um, but I had to. Uh, in particular, her songs Evita and Show Me stole the show for me. Ha, I, I did not 
intend to do that. <laughs> I did not intend to do that. <laughs> but yeah, Show Me did steal the show yeah. for me. Yeah. And in Evita as well. Evita with that clear influence that 8-Ball definitely had their hands on that track, which I'm not complaining because that was a fantastic produced track and was one of my top three songs from this year, according to Spotify. So you know what? I ain't complaining there, honey. And then Show Me is a great, more stripped down use of her vocals where she just like, you're just like, how is this possible? She is an angel from heaven. What is this? Her voice is heavenly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I would. And also this EP is, again, going along with the trend of, I guess, really Korean artists releasing projects all in English. This EP is also all in English too. Yeah. So again, great release to introduce to people if they're still kind of skeptical and they have to be mostly English speakers, show them this. Uh, yeah, highly check her out and highly cannot wait to see what else she puts out, especially if I get to hear a voice like that frequently. I'm also a really huge fan of Show Me, and I like that she, like when she shows off her vocals and stuff. So Show Me and All About You are my favorite. Heck yes. yes. Heck yes. <laughs> and then coming up next... Another art, female artist I just can't get enough of, Sumin. Sumin, with her R&B slash electro slash once in a while she likes to go retro style. This time she went more of that kind of electro style with XX on her EP. Uh, really solid EP. Can't complain about any of these songs. I really love them all. Uh, I think you mentioned Sat, uh, Sat uh-huh. uh, Tebow. Yes. He's one of them. I love him. That one <laughs> seals it. Yeah. He works really surprisingly really well with her. Yeah. I wasn't expecting it to because I was just like, oh, what, what's, what's going to happen here? But yeah. it works out well. Yeah. I'm not complaining. <laughs> His line about Pikachu was so good. <laughs> I just I just can't. I'm just like, of course, referencing Pikachu. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Hey, you know what? Pikachu's wholesome. Yeah. Let's take it. Mm-hmm. It's Pikachu. He said and then, he literally says probably, I wanna catch you like Pikachu. I wanna catch you like Pikachu. <laughs> Pikachu, I choose you. Yeah, Pikachu, I and choose apparently, you. Apparently <laughs> someone aka what someone said to Debo when she was all like, I need a feature. Yeah. And this is what he Debo, came up with. You. This is what he came up with. But you know what? Let's go with it. Let's roll with that. Uh, And then probably, I would say, easily slides into most underrated Mm KRB full release of the year. Just the guy just needs to be listened to more. P. Jun with Break the Line. Yep. Damn, this was a really solid album. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. I know KME in particular uh k music every day check him out on soundcloud he produces great playlists shout out to you homie uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you as well just gotta throw that out there <laughs> to the universe um but songs in particular from this album like break the line welcome to radio galaxy phantom bepsay yes there's multiple bepsays both are awesome <laughs> both are awesome Century in Just Wanna Be Real, which, hey, look at that. Another song title that has condensed English words all smushed together. Again, a trend. Um, but still, fantastic voice. Great features. Yes. Really f- excellent EP. Needs to be talked about more, yeah. period. I just don't know where to look for this dude because I try to find him and he's not anywhere. Like, where is he from? At least tell me what company like he's at, from. <laughs> Need need some more PR. We need to get this dude out yeah, more. Exactly. We, we need you, fam. But it's a great album. Out here. Like throughout the whole thing, I was never bored. Rap and hip hop and R and B, 
so good. Lyrics are great. Um, even if it's like slow, it builds back up. Like the way he made his track list was excellent. I think the best song that I enjoyed most was Star Explosion. And it's really an explosion of different sounds and it's pretty epic and it's so good. This album is so good. This is definitely my album of the year. Because it was oh, yeah, so unexpected because I didn't album. even know who this guy was. Uh, awesome, fantastic album release. And look at that. We got Ocean From the Blue. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> With Love 5 2020. Yeah. Oh, wow. I know he released another album this year. Mm-hmm. I have not listened to it, unfortunately. But I did get a chance to listen to this one. Mm-hmm. And I told him on Twitter, yo, fam, this album is great. <laughs> I didn't say it like that. But essentially, that's what I said. And he liked my tweet. So, you know, the universe is all great in the world. Yeah. In particular, the songs I really enjoyed from this album was Shower, Baby, Flying to the moon because I just want to see you again. <laughs> and Sherlock. I, I can't help it. That song is so catchy. I replayed Flying to the Moon like at least for two days straight just on repeat because it was just so addictive mm-hmm. and soothing and just like, oh. And the, and the music, the instrumentals in that song is fantastic too. But yeah, overall, really great nice soothing comforting r&b album highly highly recommend it and i will greatly i will pay attention a lot more to this guy and alas on my book on my end uh for r&b releases say once again she finally dropped another album philosophy yay and then of course uh, songs in particular that sound to me omega and aloha Allo, 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 aha, yeah. Uh, I probably said that wrong, but whatever. Anyways, um, <laughs> uh, just fun, nice, addictive R&B. Went back to her roots a little bit. Her solo roots, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, after taking her pop sidestep with Ziggy Ziggy, went back to R&B, and I'm just, it's just great. Mm-hmm. It's great music. Mm-hmm. Fantastic music. Really, definitely has moments where it's sensual, especially a certain song, A, M A F, <laughs> which is like I think stands for as much as we fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, it just makes me giggle. I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah, she she doesn't hide it. She's like, I'm an adult. Yeah, I ain't no idol group no more. Look at me. Stay and BB yeah. have come out of their shell. She does. She did. Stay and BB and D. Yeah. They've just been like, screw it. We are women. Yeah. We 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 like romance. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most PG way to say it. We like romance. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, highly recommend it. Check her out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, sad. I know you got a few stuff that I have not, unfortunately, really gotten to. But uh-huh. I hear from other people have been uh, pretty good releases. Yeah. So, so take it away. The first one is Crush. So this is the EP that he released right before he went into the military. It's called With Her. And it literally features so many amazing women on these songs great r&b album um my favorites have to be love encore with lee zora and step by step but with yunmire but i also love the bb song and the lehigh song they're all r&b except for i think the one title he released with taeon called let me go but amazing ep with amazing vocals so good you definitely have to watch it. You have to listen to it, for sure. Oh, yeah. 
another one I have to all these I have to add to my list, frankly. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and the next one is Woods. People now might know him from being an X one or unique. He went by Choice of Yun, which is his real name. But this EP is K-pop and R&B mix. I wouldn't say it's definitely just K-pop or just R&B. Um, my favorites off that album are Accident, Waikiki featuring Cold, or Buck featuring Punchinello, which are definitely the more R&B songs. K-pop songs are good too, but I definitely prefer the R&B songs. And Woods, like, Roots are mainly R&B, so I love that he went back to that, even though technically people know him more for K-pop now and being in groups. Yeah. Yeah, good luck to the man, honestly. Especially with the hot mess that was the uh, catastrophe <laughs> and the break, just just a produ- of the produce series in general, just not a not a good look. Yeah. So hopefully he, I hope he does honestly get a good amount of success, mm-hmm. you know, from his solo activities because the guy definitely has talent. For some reason that this, um, I kind of listened to a couple songs from it. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but it didn't really vibe with me as much. But I do hope the guy you know, has pretty solid success in the future. Mm-hmm. The next one that I wanted to talk about was Hot Felt's 1719. So if you didn't know, she was formerly of Wonder Girls. She was Yeun in Wonder Girls. And um, now she's in, what did we say her company was again? Amoeba Culture. Um, Amoeba Culture, right? Yeah, Amoeba Culture. That's right, because yeah. that's owned by um, Dynamic Duo. Right, right. So she's in that... And she released her album, which is really a combination of singles from 2019 into 2020. But she finally released the whole LP in 2020. Really R&B soul. She puts her whole life on the line in this LP. Like, she talks about herself and what she went through. And her vocals are so good. And the synth is so good. And... Even though it's like a super long album, I think it's fourteen songs. It, oh wow! You can like really like her musical journey throughout the album is really cool, and what she's into and is really nice. Yeah, it's interesting too with um Hatfield. Yeah. Um, I know that uh I, I unfortunately I did, this is definitely an EP. I gotta check out more of her music yeah. more too. But I know she kind of went through some personal stuff with I think I think if I'm not mistaken, I think it was her father was yeah. Her, her strange father was trying to get into some scandal and trying to drag her name, I think, through the mud in some sort of way. Right. That just sucks to deal with that in a public space like that. Mm-hmm. That's no fun. And then probably also the years just coming out of JYP and then just trying to, you know, go her own way with music and whatnot. Yeah. But it's great that she's still persevering and, you know, pushing through music like this. So, yeah, good for her. You yeah. Know? some point i will the, look at the one that she, her songs. the one where she was talking about her father was called life sucks and i think that's all in english <laughs> <laughs> wow <Yeah. laughs> the title says it all yeah. i mean she isn't lying yeah sometimes yeah. life does suck but uh yeah, yeah. things you can't control yeah. sometimes you can't control your own family members in a way i i, I won't actually i won't comment further <laughs> <laughs> anyways um so, uh, you have uh, one more uh, album to talk about? Yeah, talk so about this that? person came out of nowhere, too, because he was part of Ravi from Vix's label, and his name is Zaido. 
he came out, this is his debut EP called X, and the song that really drew me into him was Betting featuring PH1, which was the title, and it's like the perfect R&B song, R&B soul, and his voice is the perfect R&B voice. Like, if you could think of an R&B male voice, it's probably Zydo, it's like the perfect voice. Especially for pop R&B. The whole album is good. Got He's got some really nice features in Marshall and Kuviabla. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, that's a, his ab- Ro- Robbie having a label just still blows my mind. But you know what? Zico did, did it. You know what? Yeah. Clearly he can as well. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it just blows my mind considering Robbie, I wouldn't say, is higher up there. But the connections he's been able to make. Yeah. And, like, who he's been able to feature. I mean, heck, he was able to get Nafla mm-hmm. to join his label amongst, amongst the whole revelation of him and the rest of, uh, I guess, the rest of the artists under uh, young, um, Make It Rain. Right. You know, right. caught smoking pot mm-hmm. back in 2019, <laughs> which is pretty impressive, yeah. honestly. Yeah. But, um, I mean, pretty impressive he was able to just, you know, bounce to a new label like that. But, um, yeah, I... I it just is more of a reminder for me to really just check out, you know, who Robbie is signing up himself. Not so much Robbie's music, because I, I, it's fine. It's not really exactly my cup of tea, but I'm down to definitely check out more of uh, the artists that Robbie is acquiring mm-hmm. and trying to uh, promote through his label. Yep. You want to move on to right. hip hop? Moving on to hip hop, starting with the singles. Well, let's just get the big boy out of the way first, I guess. Show me the Money Nine songs that we really enjoy. Yeah. Woo. In particular, on my end, VVS, which was basically the number one single in Billboard Korea this year besides Dynamite. So props to VVS, props to Groovery Room and Justice and the crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Roots, Achu, and Infrared Camera, I would say, are my four favorite ones from this season. My favorite four are probably No Bad Dogs, because I was a huge fan of Monsoon since the beginning. So that song was perfect. And when Zion T came in, it was so good. So No Bad Dogs was my favorite. And then Achu was really catchy. So I really liked Achu. Win Win as well. Win Win was super catchy. And The Roots was mind-blowing. Justice and Kuni Panda, like, it really doesn't get better than that. Just this yeah. for Kundi Panda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, that boy deserved to get farther ahead in the competition sure. and not lose to Swings. But at the same time, he did go against Swings, who had Simon D with That was so after. lame. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. Like, you didn't need to use because that Because I guess he wants to... I guess it looks cool if you put the control beat this <laughs> thing to rest to bed like that, I guess. But he didn't need it. Uh, That's why I was like... Just swings, just give up. You don't need it. Yeah, I really don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it swings brings viewership, yeah. so I guess so. There you go. But uh, yeah, the roots is a highly impressive song. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear just rappers truly flex their technical skill, yeah, let's listen and watch that performance. For sure. Achu, uh, fun song. Definitely is a song that was made to be a chart. Topper, and I think yeah. did actually probably was the best song 
under the Jesus, you know, yeah. duo, a uh, trio, I guess. Yeah. Um, besides, of course, VVS. Yeah, yeah. But um, so yeah, and good. Also, side note, great for Minari to get as far as she did. I'm pretty sure she's gone the farthest of any female rapper in. Uh, show me the in a in a show me the money season. So congrats to her. Yeah, I think so. Um, and she's definitely a talent. I'm gonna look forward to in the future. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean VVS VVS is just a nice, really uplifting song. Another great chart topper hit from Groovy Room. Kind of was the underdog song that I think, if I remember correctly, based on the show that they weren't because Owen I guess was supposed to perform the song with them, but of course, drunk scandal happened because he's part of Make It Rain. Got in trouble, had to leave the show, and ended up getting basically blurred out the rest of the time he was shown on screen in some sort of capacity. And um, he was supposed to be a part of the original VVS song performance thing, too. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then Kundi and... Um, uh, not Kundi, sorry, 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 sorry. Mush Venom and Minari both hauled ass somehow a day prior to make this song work and it ends up becoming the most viewed song performance and the most successful song from this dang season which is highly impressive i love comeback stories like that they just they just just slap i just love that and yeah it's such a great song too especially featuring also in the official audio version kundi's verse and munchman as well along with justice but yeah, such a great song. An infrared camera, really great track that showcases uh one sign's rap and singing ability, I say. Um, he just does a excellent job, and he's definitely gonna be someone who I will um pay attention to in the future. And he's in this in Mommy Son's company, which I find to be hilarious. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he knows who Mommy Son is, yeah. basically. Yeah. But won't say it probably. As no, he did. It was on the his show. Contract, oh, he did say yeah, it. Yeah, he was on the show. Oh, who did he say it was? Was it? Was no, that what he, I think it was? No, he said he was on Mommy Son's label. Oh, yeah. he said he was on the label. Yeah. He didn't reveal who Mommy Son was. Oh no, no, gotcha. I don't think it. Mommy Son will ever reveal who he is. Yeah, he probably he probably has it within one side's contract that he's just like, you cannot reveal my true identity. <laughs> I am Batman. I must remain secret. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, um, moving on from that, we got a, um, I guess you could say CF collab of the year, which is Fade Away. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring, uh, I think, it, what's his name? Bon- Bonsagon? Yeah. Bon- Bonsan? I forget his name. That guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Chucky Y, Palo Alto, uh, The Quiet, and Kugi. Yeah. Uh, all these guys surprisingly work together pretty well, I would say. Kugi is kind of like that rapper that has more of a monotone voice that uh that um works to um like monotone. How do I say it? Yeah, his it's monotone voice, but it's addictive. Yeah, it just works really well in a way that you wouldn't think would work really well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, and uh, Jackie Y, even though she hasn't really released a solo work of herself in about a couple of years now, still keeps uh, featuring in um songs yeah. and it's good to hear that she's still kicking around and having some fun mm-hmm. and uh, yeah she did a great job i think with this release um yeah uh yeah i think it's a fun nice fun song they show their appreciation for those michael J's. and yeah <laughs> yeah it's a great song i love it yeah not too much to say yeah it's a fun, little collab it's a fun nice club yeah <laughs> 
And then uh, I guess I have a slew of songs in my personal opinion and my opinion to get through. Mm -hmm. I kind of picked a bunch, but uh, let's see. I'll try to go through them as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. First, we got Bryn. Uh, we got You, which was a single of her uh, that she released much earlier in 2020 that uh, oh, it was catchy. I listened to it quite a bit. And then we got two songs off of her latest EP, uh, Silk Moth. I know why your life is getting so hard, <laughs> which is just kind of a song that makes me laugh in the title. Again, following the trend of let's condense the whole title into one word. Right. Literally, just one condensed big word. Yep. And I'm just like, again, the pattern continues. And then, of course, probably one of my favorite collabs from the year, Veteran. Veteran, 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 Veteran. Veteran, 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 Veteran. Yes. Because she's a veteran. She works so hard, she's a veteran. Yep. Guess she needs a lot of vitamins for that. Anyways, yep. um, she, uh, she got on the track, though, with her. Palo Alto, Just This, Lila Mars, Workaholic Lila Mars, <laughs> that dude, and... An old, an oldie, uh, actual, probably the most veteran of the group, most likely, uh, Verbal Gent, yeah. who has, a, who I guess might have had a DO, DUI incident, I think, a couple years ago, but he seems to be slowly making his way back, so good for him. Mm -hmm. good, nice feature he, fe he had. And everyone just did pretty solid with this song, and it's just a fun one, and it's nice to see, like, a female lead also you know besides like jackie kind of take a hook like that and just work it really well mm -hmm. and yeah she uh she does a good job uh next uh we got uh Kokunst. he released his album people earlier this year but really i only liked a couple really like a couple songs from it more so is a couple of the r&b songs joke uh with c jam and uh simon d uh, that was a fun one that I liked a lot, mainly because we got more of CJM this year. He was kind of quiet this year for the most part, but it was nice to hear him predominantly on a track. And then Get Out, which I think at least has EK and a couple other people on there. That was addictive for me, too, that I went back to frequently. Uh, nice songs. Uh, did you want to say anything else in regards to uh, Code Kunz? Yeah, I, I enjoyed that yeah. EP because I didn't really enjoy the the hip-hop side but i love the r&b side because he had some really cool features in i think let you in featuring cold and devito is great um dirt in my mind no dirt in my head is what it's called featuring car the garden was my absolute favorite just a pure r&b greatness song oh featuring lehigh was oh, wow. great but even the title was great flower featuring jay park woo and jerry boy I enjoyed that too. It was a nice EP. Nice. It wasn't really album of the year per se, but it was like a decent EP. Nice. Yeah, I think I tried listening to some of those songs, and it's just because one of those where it's like, uh, some of it just didn't really work for me yeah. as much as others. Kokoots, I think, is kind of like that, similar to Crush 2, where it's like some of his stuff works, other stuff just doesn't mm -hmm. for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Nothing, not that I think that they're bad, I think it's just more of like what I preference kind of right. feel. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah good, good stuff otherwise. Yep. Um, we got a couple more stuff you could probably attest to. We got Zhou Chan with Honey Dance. Yeah, I love it. I know it. you in particular liked his EP. Yeah. Honey Dance I thought was a nice little kind of a reintroduction to him after, even though he did feature in uh, Show Me the Money, but I didn't really pay attention. I don't think too much this season he was on. Mm -hmm. But uh, he did show up in a um, project with a couple other uh, Starship trainees when back when he was still a Cube trainee, mm -hmm. OGZ. 
produ- which was a song produced by Groovy Room mm-hmm. uh, that I really absolutely love. And it's hands down for sure the best song that a 12 or 13 year old kid or kids that are in it's probably the best one out there because it's the one I didn't realize they were that young. I thought they were just, yeah, I thought they were teens, but I didn't think they were like literally barely in middle school. Right. <laughs> but they killed it. They did so well. Yeah. And he, uh, he put out Honey Dance this year, part of it, I think his EP he dropped earlier. And um, yeah, that was a great track for him. And it was a nice, definitely had this um, little trap influence with uh, something about it that also stood out as a little bit poppy mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Definitely has like could potentially take off on TikTok vibes. I'd say. Yeah, but for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was yeah. he was on um, yeah. Show Me the Money too. I think it was six. Oh okay. Yeah, and um, yeah, I didn't pay attention to that season. There that was much. there was a song that really did well, BBIP, featuring Sikke and Gecko. Mm. Yeah, so that song popped off, and I think people would know him from that. But he was really he was a child on that. Um. So Dang. this. This, this is a LP, his, and it's part three of his ID Schoolboy series. And there's a song called Exam featuring Big Naughty, which is really great. I love that one. Or What You Do in featuring Suvi, which is also great. So you yeah, should check that out. He's looking up with some younger artists there. Yeah, which you should do. You he, should be, you should be looking up with people your age. Yeah, he is. He's linking up with, uh, I love it. The young crowds collabing with each other yeah, like that. Yeah. I, I dig that. I dig that mm-hmm. already. I, I like that vibe. And we got a, speaking of collabing, we got a brother-sister duo. Oh, are they? Are definitely some of the more. I didn't know they yeah, were brothers. Little Cherry and Gold Butter are siblings. I That's did not know that. Cover. Okay. That is them on the cover of that album. Okay. And which I find just hilarious because I'm like, he, the song, I didn't really, this, a lot of the songs on that album were older songs mm-hmm. that uh, they released, like, I think at least a year prior or two, uh, no, a year prior, I'd say. Gold Buddha also went by a different name uh, for a couple of them, Gito Mio, until for some reason he decided to change it to Gold Buddha. Mm-hmm. But um, the one song in particular I want to highlight is A Thousand Words. Yeah. Uh, that's translated to English, which is interesting because. Yeah. The instrumentals does have that clear, definitive trap beat, but there's also that influence of that old-school, traditional Korean music thrown in there. Yeah. And when you look at the music video for the song as well, it's, like, interesting to see it because, you know, they're all wearing them traditional clothing. And, you know, she Little Cherry's doing her soft, you know, whisper, kind of whisper, quiet, mumble-ish rap. Yeah. And then you got, Bo- Go Bo- he got her older brother doing her thing. Yeah. But yeah, the album cover, the cover to this album that the song is funny because it's, it's cute yeah. because she's sitting on top of her brother while he's laying down and like a, like a, with, with like a toy rifle and like, like a face paint, yeah. like, or, or, or it's like a mask. It's like a camo face paint mask thing. So it's like, he's prepping for his army military service and she's just sitting on top of him with like a mixtape in her hand, just smiling. I'm like, this siblings gotta love it. I'm like, that's cute. That that's cute. I love it. Sibling, look at that sibling goals, just siblings, just making trap music together. Siblings that make trap music together. Stay close, I guess. Yeah. And it's funny. Do you know how I first discovered them? Because of, um, I think it's, uh, Che, is it Cheyun? I, uh, from Twice? Yeah, yeah, Che, yeah. Yeah, because she, she posted it on, on Twice's official page. Oh. And, and on, on Instagram, and I was just, I remember hearing it, I'm like, does this girl know exactly what the hell he's saying? 
Of course. Of course. <laughs> Does this girl know? But I'm just like, ooh, she likes she likes those she likes that rap. <laughs> she likes that rap. Yeah. But it was great. And this is a really cool, interesting take of trap meets old school Korean vibes. Yeah. And I definitely recommend to check it out. Honestly, this is a very it's a guilty pleasure of mine. I wouldn't say I would listen to this. <laughs> very often yeah it's definitely but... more, these two are more guilty pleasure rappers yeah. for sure they're they're not the they're never good i don't think most people will consider them to be the most amazing rappers of all time they're definitely more of that trendy trap style but you know what there's something about them with certain songs too that they're just enjoyable to me yeah. for some reason yeah did you listen to the yeah. mukbang remix with j park bb and dumbfounded I think I did, but I honestly forget. It was so funny. It was so funny. I can't deal with it. I, if anything, I feel like they try to make their songs a little bit more comedic in style. Yeah, they're definitely meme for sure. They're definitely they're meme-worthy, yeah. so just check out their music for the memes. And the music videos. <laughs> oh, yeah. They got some weird music videos, I'll tell you that. All right. But, I, but you know who doesn't have a weird music video and stuff? Instead, their music video probably was one of the more popular ones this year. Mm-hmm. Ziako. Or Zico. <laughs> yeah. K-O-Z. Mm-hmm. With any song. Mm-hmm. Literally such a fantastic song. So glad it blew up in Korea. Probably, honestly, the best thing he put out this year. Because <laughs> I, I honestly did not care for his EP this year. I thought he released better projects uh, in prior last year. Uh, but any song was definitely the saving grace for Zico this year. He And he was clever in not just the lyricism, but also the production of the music, how it literally switched different types of beats and styles throughout the song. Like, it's like someone would be switching to any song on their, you know, Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> but yeah, it's a nice, fun, definitely one of those hashtag relatable songs. And if anything, became more hashtag relatable with pandemic probably setting in in more ways than one, but... Mm-hmm. A really nice, enjoyable song that I'm glad did end up becoming a chart topper. Yeah, I wasn't really a fan of this song, just because I feel like it was just made for TikTok. So, it was alright. But it's not something that That's I fair. listen to all the time. As someone who really despises TikTok for the most part, I understand that yeah. vibe. But there was just something about this that just kind of, for me, it, it was just up. enjoyable and kind of put a smile on my face. Yeah. But yeah, I can understand though where you're coming from, because yeah. I feel like it, not just not just definitely in K-pop. I feel like there's a lot of songs throughout the definitely even come from the West too. They try to become those like trendy viral hits. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you could just tell like they're trying to become a trendy viral hit. Yeah. Which like if that's one way to get your money, go ahead. But after a while, it's kind of like uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, let's see. There's some quick ones I want to uh, talk. Yeah, go for it. Through in particular, uh, that I won't say too much on. Uh, Vinchin Empty with the song Empty featuring Han, which did end up showing up on his album. I didn't really get a time to check out his album, but Vinchin was also on the same season as Han for High School Rapper 2, I know. And he's a pretty solid rapper. Definitely check out more of his stuff. There's a uh, Creed Joey. Joe, I forget how you say it, with Paralyzed. It was a song I replayed a lot for some reason. Don't know why. Probably more so Guilty Pleasure more than anything, but I say check it out. Um, We got Brady Street with Chills. Definitely more of that trap influence with Brady Street, you know. Uh, Another one that's more so Guilty Pleasure because it's slightly more generic, but it's the generic that works for me kind of way. Uh, Chummo and Ash Island with Payday. Um, but I think also, I think this, 
was this also done by Cozy Pop? It might have been. I'm not quite sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But also a really nice, fun song with them. I like the instrumental to this one a lot. Uh, another song I'll get into a little bit more. We have Bobbing Tiger with Colo Colo. Y'all, Bobbing Tiger just keeps putting out probably some of the most uniquely produced rap music in general. This this group. Uh, this is the same Bobbing Tiger that Sogum is also a part of. And the main person that featured in the song was uh, Omega Sapion. Who also is a part of this crew as well. But uh, yeah, I know he, he he just he this is such a the music video for this is weird. I won't mm -hmm. I won't deny it. It's a weird music video. But uh it, it, he he just only someone like Omega Sampion could fit a song that's produced like this, I feel like. Because this is just so out there. You just need someone as out there to make it work extremely well. And he does, and it's great, and it's meme-worthy. Hakuna Matata Matata ta, Hakuna Matata Matata ta. <laughs> I, I can't believe I Hakuna can't. Matata is still a thing in Korean music. I know, apparently they just like to keep saying no worries yeah. for some reason. They just do. I guess the Lion King was a huge hit in Korea? <laughs> Clearly? Yeah. Clearly the Lion King has surpassed everything. Yeah. And makes, it continually makes its <laughs> way into music there. Alright, uh, another one I can talk a little bit more to. Uh, Wait, Chad. Which we will talk. I will talk about a little bit more about Weichen in a little bit because mm -hmm. he did drop a nice EP. But uh, this song in particular, everything featuring Chunmo, Ash Island, and the one and the only Bippy, and um, Kugi actually too. Yeah. Uh, really solid release. Yeah. Chunmo on the hook. Chunmo is one of those rappers that just kills it at hooks. Uh, Kugi, Kugi does his thing. He does great. Uh, we got Ash Island on the singing everything at least five times in a row. Great. And then we got the star of the show, Beep Bee, with, you know, with her why the fuck would I bits. And I'm just like, that sass coming through that mic, <laughs> the, the sass coming through those vocals yeah. just made it for me. Mm. And also, I love the guitar riff within the production of the song, too, from Wei Ched. It was just really addictive. And I just thought it was a fun song. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, unless you wanted to say something. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. And, but here's one that we could definitely talk a little bit more about together. Because uh -huh. Kid Millie decided to drop a single <laughs> that I really liked, along with the homie uh, Dress. As you might have heard him, he did a song with Sogum yeah. earlier this um, earlier that we mentioned. But yeah. Dress decided to help produce a Kid Millie song that also features Occasion. Yeah. Occasion. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Bankroll, damn! It's the so riff good. on this song is so good. Yeah. Holy cow! Holy, holy, holy cow! I thought Ken Millie is also a rapper that I just. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You can go ahead. <laughs> no, I just love the, the guitar at the end. That makes the whole song. We need more rock and rap combined because yes. it just does wonders. Yes. You know, Run DMC and Aerosmith. <laughs> knew what they were doing back in the day, y'all. Yeah. If you see something, if you hear something as good as that, you gotta make sure you continue with it a little bit more. I would not mind if Kim Millie continued experimenting with rock because his voice just works with that kind of rift style really well, I feel like. And just, oh, the way he raps too is just, oh, it's so good. It's just so good. He has such good flow. I love it. This was just such a fun song and a nice one to end out the year as well. All right, I'll also speed run through a couple more of these. Uh, we yeah. got Spray with Ch producer Spray with Chanjon featuring Puff Dehi, aka Kieran's rap alter ego. 
um, and uh, Kugi and PH1. Uh, really fun throwback like song. Definitely, you know, has eight balls influence uh, mixed in with that. Uh, it was a, a song that probably surprised me the most coming from hip hop because I was just not expecting it and I was pleasantly surprised and I thought that it worked really, really well. Um, we also got Blue with When I Smoke. Again, this one, I think this one did pretty well in the charts in Korea, if I'm not mistaken. This was, of course, before the, you know, drug scandal happened at Make It Rain. Right. But, uh, ad- ad- addictive, trendy, uh, rap song that I happen to like from him. And then, uh, he also did a song with Naftala before Naftala left Rick and Ma- Rick and, uh, Make It Rain. Mm-hmm. And then, um, called Nekta, which, oh, one of my favorites. One of my favorite singles from this year. It's just so, 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 so good. Uh, they both killed it in this song, too. Uh, and it's it's a shame that uh, things went down the way they did. And this was the last thing that they put out before the scandal, unfortunately. But this was such a great high note to end on with Nafla's uh, stay at Make It Rain. Uh, this, this just worked really well. I love the music video, too, for this. It's uh, the, the whole school kid vibe and whatnot. And it, it just works really well. Uh, before, uh, we got a couple more stuff. We got a couple songs from CK. Uh, CK before he left for the military. He'll be back soon, but he's also been doing a pretty good job making sure he's still around with all of his features. <laughs> Somehow. <laughs> How many did he record? The world may never know. We'll find out, I guess, until he leaves. Yeah. Um, but two songs off of his, uh, latest full-length EP. Uh, I didn't really care for that EP as much, uh, compared to another one he released this year, which we will get to. Uh, but Nirvana and uh, IBTFY are probably my favorites from that full-length album release. They just work so well for me and just give me that nice, cool uh, CK style that I really dig from him. Um, we got a few Lilamar singles as well that did not appear on uh, albums he released this year. <laughs> Uh, Shinsa Dope Bamboo Club Freestyle 629-6 and uh, Catch Me If You Can which technically is on an album that was released this year already but he dropped it last year so I'm going to count it because I thought it was a cool little song but uh, of these crew I'd say Shinsa and Bamboo Club Freestyle were probably my favorites from this Uh, really fun songs I wish he included them in the album in one of the albums he dropped this year but alas at least he put them out Fun stuff. He does it. Hey, he, they're great. Uh, Hashwan also released an album this year, but I really mainly focused on two songs from that album the most. Uh, Teenage in Closets. Interesting English there. And then I Loved You Even When I Smoked, which again follows the trend of smushing the whole title together into one giant word, <laughs> like a caterpillar. Yeah. But uh, yep, Hashwan, again, another person under ambition, along with Chanmo, Ash Island, and whatnot. Um, Really solid rapper too. He has a very distinctive voice, and yeah, this was a. These were some cool. Um, I think especially teenage in closet definitely had a more like pop kind of vibe to it, but it just worked really well with his rapping, and so I really enjoyed that. And then Omega Sapion decided to release an EP called Garlic. Yeah, yeah, an EP called Garlic, and of that of that EP, I like the songs Happy Core and WWE the most. It's a it's an interesting EP. That's for sure. That only someone like Omega Sapion can do. I feel like it went over my head. Like, I didn't get it. Like, I don't understand Uh, it. I I don't don't think I still get it, to be frank with you. Yeah. But, um, (laughs) 
to be honest. But uh, two pretty good songs. Definitely worth a attempted listen to. It might not be your exactly your cup of tea, and that's fine. But you know what? Trying different music is not a bad thing. Yep. And then we got Zene Dezilla for some nice ass-shaking songs with PDSR and Gangwon FC because he also relatively recently joined Ambition Music. Ah. And uh, these songs were just great to kind of shake your ass to. And you know what? Sometimes you just need that in your life. So Zene Dezilla. And Sat, you got a couple other tracks. Yeah. I noticed. So I think throughout this year, I became a huge fan of the artists of Young and Rich. So (laughs) (laughs) for some reason. (laughs) So like the most recent one is the homies. Homies are so good. I love their vibe. And they did uh, like a collaboration with Dingo called Dingo Freestyle. And this features Yuvian, Super V, and 12. This song is called, what is it called? Trot. Trot. It's like trot tra- trap. Tra- trot tra- trap. trap. But the song is so. Oh, tra- however, like, uneducated kids says it. However, two- uneducated kids says it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You would think that that genre would be a hot mess, but the song is so chill and it's like such a summer vibe. And I listened to that on repeat for a long time. <laughs> it's so good. Did you hear that one? Oh yeah, I did. Um, I didn't love it as much to be yeah. honest, but um, it definitely is. Hey, yeah. it's definitely one of those again, like like Little Cherry and Gold Buddha with yeah. their one thousand words song. It's one of those songs that really only a Korean can do. Yeah, for sure. Because it's just kind of like unless you, you or like you know someone that grew up in Korea listening to those those kind of like you know either more traditional or more like uh or more like uh you know old school pop. Because essentially that's what trot is, is like old school pop, right. Korean pop music, right. essentially. Um, only people like who, this is only a song that really Korean artists can just do. Mm-hmm. Because they're the ones that could like really make it to like work and make sense. Even if in your head it doesn't make sense at first, but it does. And these guys make it pretty fun. <laughs> it's just humorous. And every time I see that music video, I'm just, I just laugh because I'm just like, it just should not work, but it does work. And I'm glad it works, you know? Mm-hmm. And the last one I enjoyed was PH1's Nerdy Love featuring Yarin Beck, Beck Yarin, whatever she's going with. Um. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, we don't even know. Yeah. It's like, apparently yeah. it's, it's on, on Spotify, it's Yarin Beck. Yeah. But of course, you know, traditional Korean names would be Beck family name first, yeah. given, yeah, it would be like Beck Yarin, but yeah. who knows at this point. That's just a chill song. Yeah. Chill vibe, and it's just something that I listen to when I'm just like studying or doing something else or just chilling. Nothing more to say about that one. Nice voices, chill song. But it, I listened to a lot. It was on my top listen to songs, so I had to add it in. Yeah, I, I think I listened to it a couple times. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, I think it's, I think I didn't go back to it because it's a style that PH1 does that I don't really care for as much for whatever reason. Yeah. But it's not bad by any means at all. It also was like, released I will... in the beginning of the year, so people kind of forget about it. True. That's probably also another factor. Yeah. But you know what is up my style with PH1? What? And let's trans, and with <laughs> that, let's transition to some full K hip hop releases with PH1's. X, yes. the worst mixtape album, yeah. because that is my style. Yeah. 
most of that album is my style. Holy cow. I don't know what happened. And Page One for One Time was just someone I was just like, okay, he's good, but his style of music I'm not really here for. It's a little bit more softer and slower and blah, blah, blah. He moved but on. Then he decides to put out, he then decides to put out the X. X, the worst mixtape. And I'm just like, where was this all this time, Harry? Harry <laughs> Park. Where was this all this time? I almost called him Harry Parker. Harry Parker. <laughs> Harry Spider-Man. Parker. No, 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 no. Well, that, true, but also like Harry Potter. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> you know what? Could yeah. he be, could, could, could PH1 be the Korean Spider-Man or the Korean Harry Potter that the world just needs? Yeah. You never know, you know? You never know. Yeah. But um, the worst mixtape, easily one of my favorite albums from this year. Yeah. Holy cow. Meet and greet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pack it up. Telefono. I can tell. And more I go. Those songs in particular from this EP just slap. They just work so damn well. Yeah. And the features he has on those songs too. Right. Like ranging from um, what Kid Millie to uh, Mush Venom to uh, I think Simon D shows up. It just it's a good mix of people. Uh, just it just it just works really well for him. He just he does such a great job on this EP, and really, if anything, made me go 180 on his music in general, and being like, okay, if you put more of this stuff out, I'd be down, fam. I would be down. Yeah. But yeah, next we got a um two part uh not really a two part but more so a two EP uh release from Yunbi uh, from Highlight Records. Uh, he showed up, I think, uh, I want to say it was Show Me the Money triple seven or eight, I think he showed up on. Uh, I think it was known for, uh, for, um, uh, this battle he did with Yunbi, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but, uh, he dropped two APs this year, Dope in the Breakup Archives. Uh, from there, I would say D and O were probably my favorites from Dope. And yes, all the four songs on there are D-O-P-E, because, you know, why not? And from the Breakup Archives, Falling Out of Love and Gangsta's Cry, easily my favorite songs. He is, I think he's definitely underrated mm-hmm. in terms of, like, oh, he's he's also from the, he's, he's from the States, too, like, um, like, PH1 is. Yeah. Uh, he is, it's, he, he got some talent there. He got some talent. Uh, I look forward to hearing more from Yumbi, frankly, because I think there's there's more to him. He needs that we have yet to hear, and he he's just, he got he has more up his sleeve out there. And yeah, another one we got is uh, DPR live. He's coming to you live, asking, "Is there anybody out there?" Through his um, he he had probably one of the most unique concepts. To like an album release, I would say this year, from what I've seen, with that whole spaceship kind of theme going on, yeah, outer space kind of vibes. Yeah, that was a, uh, that was pretty this, in yeah. this year, even in K-pop too. Yeah, like outer space is just the vibe this year. Yeah. I, I'm not quite sure why, but um, <laughs> I don't know. It's it things like that happen. Uh, Neon Legacy and Out of Control, my top three favorites from this album. Killed it with those songs. Legacy is definitely one of those dope songs. And just put on my jetpack. It's just an iconic English line that people should know more about, <laughs> in my opinion. Uh, live, yeah, DPR Live just keeps killing it. Um, he's definitely being the flagpole bearer for the DPR crew at this point. And uh, hopefully, 
you know, he gets to keep pushing forward with that. And next we get into the Lillimars quadfecta, I guess you could say, because Lillimars, as I mentioned in a prior video, my rat hip hop artist of the year. And guess what? All four of his projects he released in 2020 are here. Yeah, they are here, fam. <laughs> Starting with his second project with producer Toil, Toy Story 2, with my personal favorite songs being Son San Hero, Gone, Breakup, and Hey Lady. Uh, with uh, Gone being a nice little melodic piano type of um, uh, song featuring Palo Alto. Breakup being a song that he sings in and does surprisingly quite well. More of a pop slash kind of a guitar riff there in the chorus. And he 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 does convincingly quite well. Hey Lady is like got that, uh, it's got say trumpet kind of Latin influence in that song. Uh, Zene de Zila and Mush Venom keep it uh, fun, I will say. And Sunshine Hero is just a, Kind of a quirky, I would say quirky uh, opening to the whole album with that little light guitar riff in the beginning there. But yeah, it's a, probably his easily his most unique project to date and, prob and probably his most unique project this year as well. Yeah, it's, this is my... I love Toil and Little Mars is like the combination because Toy Story 2 is like amazing. It was my favorite Little Mars project this year for sure. Um, I liked Hey Lady, Butterfly, and Human Addict. Those are probably my favorites of this album. This is my favorite of Ooh. everything he released this year, for sure. It was more my vibe. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. This this was a great, like, experimental release for him. And I, I, I really hope these two mm -hmm. um, continue to collaborate in, like, these project albums in the future, yeah. honestly. Because yeah. I think they just make some really cool music together. Mm -hmm. um, and moving on... Lila Mars decided to spend most of his year making music with Panda Gum. Yeah. Uh, definitely, uh, Panda Gum's a producer that I'm just like, wow, how did I not hear about this dude more so prior? Because I think he makes some pretty lit, um, both kind of like light hip-hop music, style music, and then more mature sounding trap music to me mm -hmm. and it's kind of and that kind of style is exemplified both in bamboo club a and bamboo club b that's right they decided to release two albums <laughs> together this year like literally i think a month or two apart yeah uh bamboo club a is more i would say light-hearted kind of whimsical feeling but definitely got that r&b lights uh hip-hop kind of vibe to it Favorite songs that came from that was uh, Bamboo Club, Swing, Line, Reset, and Run. And what probably my favorite release for some reason from Leila Mars this year, Bamboo Club B. Maybe because the trap vibes just worked for me the most. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, it just did. Hi, Don Don, Stage, Hit It Up, Lit, Woo. Just, it just, uh, just, just like, were just vibes for me. They just worked really well, just that kind of trap style. And I think that's like my preferred trap style. And I'm just like, I found it. I found an album worth of it and I'm happy. <laughs> and that's it pretty much <laughs> with that. But yeah, Pentagon, I would I would love for them to keep going with this whole Bamboo Club thing. I love the aesthetics too, like of the 
album art too of this bamboo club stuff i i'm just like oh this is cool i i really i really dig it and then uh little, final little Marth project from this year goosebumps with goosebumps uh prison break goosebumps recently joined aomg and he also helped produce a uh, another um <laughs> album that is on this list this year as well but we will talk about that when we get to that but him and little mars linked up to create prison break which is probably the most like sophisticated looking album cover that Lila Mars has had. Uh, and songs from that one that I really enjoyed were Silence. Man, Silence is addictive. Real cheese moving like silence. Oh, this yeah, oh, it's so good. Why you mad? Don't care, featuring um Loco. Nice to hear Loco again off of his service. And yeah. then uh Chop It Up, which I think has hoodie in it, if I'm not mistaken. But uh yeah really solid um another really solid album too probably one probably lower though on the total list if i have to be honest yeah. but still i think it was a pretty solid release from him uh and speaking of aomg we got woo or woo 1j with blackout probably def definitely if i would if i would say beach almost the most uh unique sounding full-length release for r&b mm -hmm. that definitely was underrated needed more attention i would say woo 1j's album would be that for the hip-hop side mm -hmm. this year um probably also because he his is more like uh, moody and atmos at i want to say moody more so atmospheric kind of hip-hop definitely more chill in comparison to other contemporaries he has but it works really well for him uh, I think you see this f greatly in songs like Used to, Chingus Khan, and Job. Uh, he's definitely one those more introspective um, artists that I think people should check out at least once, just to hear. And uh, probably one of the more, probably besides LO, the most underrated member of AOMG at this time, mm -hmm. I'd say. Mm -hmm. um, I might get a little bit of hot takes for this one, but yeah. uh, I decided to uh, bite the bullet and do it. A to the G to the U to the STD. <laughs> D-Boy is back with D2. Yeah. Yes, I decided to include a BTS member on this list. Because honestly, this was a hip-hop album. It was. I agree with that. He may be a K-pop artist, yeah. but this is a hip-hop album. Yeah. This boy has his roots in hip-hop. And I thought this was a pretty damn solid, uh, good follow-up to his uh, first uh, release. This is definitely better, uh, in my project. opinion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it was. I think overall is a better project than his first yeah. one. I think uh, you got Digital, which is basically almost like a love letter to a old school for to like medieval old school Korea, basically yeah. in a way. The MV is I mean, so epic. Literally, the MV. They definitely put a lot of budget in that MV. Yeah. Good lord, it's fantastic looking. Yep. And then songs like "What Do You Think." Strange, Hansel, and My Dear Friend, which features um, the lead singer of Nell yeah, I love that on song. that track, which is such a good song. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I mean, hey, if, I, if I'm good, I'm free to put Zico on here, and then I guess it makes me clear to include a BTS member whose project was damn good. Yeah. And yeah, Augusty did it, showing that, you know what, idol rappers can still put out some really good <laughs> stuff that's legit hip-hop. Yeah. And speaking of some more legit hip-hop... We got highlights, a highlight compilation album, Legacy. And yeah, uh, this this was this one kind of surprised me because I wasn't necessarily looking out for this one at first. Mm -hmm. 
But it definitely kind of snuck up on me when I went back and listened to it, being like, oh, damn, this is good. Yeah. This is actually quite good. It's really good. Uh, I liked everyone except for one. Yeah, I, like this was a pretty good album. In particular, highlights for me is Simple Things, You Don't Know, which I'd say both versions of You Don't Know, because there's two of them featuring different people. D-R-E-A-M and Cool Kids Part 3 have to be my favorite songs from that album. And yeah, Highlight, I feel like, is mostly, you know, known for um, Palo Alto, I feel like. But, you know, you especially with the more up-and-coming artists he has on his label, like Swervy and and Suvi and Jerd and and uh, Yunbi and, and artists like that. I think they, they have a really good roster of younger, talented artists in there that I am just super excited for yeah. to hear more from in the future. For sure. Jerd, Suvi, both favorites. The only person I don't like is Swady. He's a little hard to get into. Yeah, Swady. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of just like, oh, yeah, you're here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> Not that you're bad, but you're just kind of here. Yeah. You don't really do it much for me. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, I he makes it known he's there because he's yeah. very loud. Oh yeah, he is loud. <laughs> he he makes it known he's there, but I'm still kind of just like, yeah, okay, you, you know, yeah. move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I will say not to be outdone. Mm -hmm. Even though highlight may be seen as KME's label of the year. Yeah. Uh, higher music, or really more so Jay Park, likes to claim that higher music is the label of the year, not only for 2020, but I guess for 2021 as well, <laughs> given the recent remixes. Yeah. But anyways, higher music still decided to drop not one, but two compilation albums, the Red Tape and the Blue Tape, with the Red Tape being the more so um, hip-hop, hard, collab album essentially and the blue tape being the more chill r&b slash chill hip-hop influence type of album right i would say of my taste red tape i definitely favor more because i'm a sucker for that hard hip-hop style mm -hmm. uh blue tape though definitely had some pretty good hits to it as well yeah uh from particular in particular from the blue tape i liked live from big naughty big naughty single yes uh lean on me and end of the night and then from the red tape, uh, I listed a good chunk of the album in there. How We Rock, DDDD, Freestyle, mm -hmm. Forever, Closed Case, World Domination, The Purge, which probably would have been my uh, hip-hop track of the year had VVS not existed. <laughs> not just saying. Team and The Arrival. I'm, but yeah, I'm this still is a solid Team release. The Purge. Team, uh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have, but then yeah. also people from... Knee Slappers, surprisingly, actually liked VBS, <laughs> and I was shocked, and I'm like, you know what? We gotta do it to them. Yeah. We gotta do it to them. But, um, but yeah, The Purge, fantastic uh, song. It's just such a good... Oh, yeah, it's so good. Also... It's just, um, this is actually, yeah. Go ahead, go This was just a really good release for me. I just really enjoyed this release overall, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I think both of them are extremely good, but in the red tape, the person that stood out to me the most was Big Naughty. I really got, really loved him. On I this agree. Tape. Yeah. A big, if anything, this made me go, "Who is this kid?" Yeah. Hello. Right. Hello, Big Naughty. I'm definitely looking forward to see what he does under um under higher music. Yeah. I look forward to his future releases. Mm -hmm. uh, Trade out will be interesting too, especially since I hear he's going to be going on the next um 
High school rapper? Yeah, I heard that too, but that's a rumor for now. So we'll see what happens. That okay, rumor for now he might be, yeah. but he's also one to look out for as well. Because yeah, yeah. they both recently Higher Music recently acquired those two kiddos. And uh but yeah, um especially with uh especially in the purge with Big Naughty, he has that big ass fluffy hat <laughs> and he's just like doing that whisper rap at some point. Yeah. I'm just like, damn, look at this kid go, look at this kid. <laughs> On the oh, yeah. on the blue tape, I really loved Golden, but it's so sad that he left. And not only did he leave yeah. Higher Music, he changed his name again back yeah. to G Soul. G Soul. I'm like, damn man, you can't make up your mind. Yeah. But he, but I will say, G Soul, Golden, G Soul again. I guess. Yeah. Uh, definitely someone who i think people should pay attention to more he has a great voice was also he also used to be a part of um a part of jyp back in the day probably was allegedly was quote unquote the longest trainee ever quote unquote not quite sure how well how that's but he apparently was uh but yeah he has a great voice uh definitely check out his stuff fantastic Moving right along, though, we got CK again, but this time with a project I really enjoyed with producer Goosebumps, officially OG. This was easily probably one of my favorite CK projects to date with songs like VJ is Classic, No Hook, Dear Me, and Do Main uh, 2020. Really great EP overall. CK, I think... This should have been probably the one he released right before he went to the military, but I digress. This was a great, uh, this was a great producer collab album that he had. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, and then what else do we got? We got Kuni Panda with Garo Garo Sak I think is how it is. Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know, but yeah, <laughs> which I think is actually technically the Korean title for uh, Black Box. And um, Camouflage and Paper Rolls are songs off of this release that really showcases his lyricism. And you can definitely hear the influence of B.Y. when you're listening to this album. And, yeah. You know, his, uh, I think his uh, CEO from the label yeah. is under Deja Vu. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Kuni Panda, easily probably my favorite uh, contestant from Show Me the Money this year. Definitely looking forward to more of his releases. Mm-hmm. He is just a talented kiddo. Uh yeah, I can't wait to hear from the future. But yeah, songs like Black Box in particular just really solidify that for me. Being like, yeah, he 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 knows what he's doing. He absolutely yeah. knows what he's doing. Yeah. And then take it back to highlights. We got our homegirl and easily my favorite release from a female rapper this year, period, Swervy with Undercover Angel. Mm-hmm. Damn, this girl is talented. Uh, Alibi, I Did It Like I Did, Mama Lisa, Why, Trapped in the Drum, and Blue. A good mix of hip-hop and trap and rock, especially with Blue, basically with her basically singing for a good chunk of that song. Uh, Justice featuring Trapped in the Drum was great. Uh, Alibi... And when you look up the lyrics to Alibi, it's kind of heartbreaking, but it's also just a really good song as well. Just, oh man, this girl is talented. She 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 has, oh man, it's just incredible the the stuff that she's been able to make at her age already. It's mm-hmm. and, and and like after listening to Arkham and Arkham Money, I'm just like, oh, this girl incorporating that subtle rock in there. I'm gonna dig this, and yeah. she definitely took it with her in this album still as well. And I love that. 
Uh, definitely check out her interview with um, Ashley, former Ashley of Ladies Code on um, Adidon Radio. Uh, oh, really good interview, I have to say. I haven't seen that. I'll check it out. Yeah, it's a really good interview. She she she, she knows English very well, Swarthy. Um, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it's she she's a she's a she's a solid artist. She does talk about her early life and whatnot, and it's it's it's, it's some really interesting stuff. I check mm-hmm. her out. Definitely pay attention to her. She's going to be mm-hmm. a female rapper. I will look forward for to for uh, years to come. Yeah. Um, we got Kim Hyun from a um from Ambition with Love Hate. This album surprised me towards the end of the year. I was not expecting this album. I didn't realize it was the emo trap album that I needed at the time. But it became <laughs> that yeah. the emo trap album that I needed with Baby Jayowara. Yeah. J- 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 I think is how you say it. The finally remix. Oh, mm-hmm. that that song's addictive in particular. Her sailing boat with Basagon, I think it's his name, and then come back. Uh, just really, just like, uh, just like it. Just you definitely hear like when he raps and when he also has moments when he sings in this EP of just like that kind of like tor- inner turmoil, inner motions that does exemplify love and hate really well. And I think Kim Hyun does a really good job at that. Uh, but yeah, if you need your emo trap fix with the with that little guitar influence in there that shows up from Son the Son, this is your album for it. This is your album. Uh, I really haven't and, heard this one, so I'll check that out after. Yeah, it's it's pretty solid. Uh, yeah. We also and Chumbo, not to be outdone by his other label mates, decided to release a um, project with Paul Blanco, Bipolar. This was an interesting one, I have to say. This was quite an interesting one. With Shoot, which is uh, Paul Blanco's, uh, one of Paul Blanco's solo songs. Swish Flow, one of Chumbo's solo songs. And Tour Day 5 Freestyle. These two are an interesting combination. Paul Blanco especially, because he just has moments where he just goes all out. And it's just kind of like, damn, this guy kind of nuts. Yeah. he raps. This guy sounds kind of nutty, but it works. Like, shoot, there are moments in the chorus where he just goes into full-on, hey, little mama, let me whisper in your ear, in your ear, yin-yang twins mode, when he's just, like, whispering, like, this shit is nuts. Oh, this shit is nuts. Oh. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Okay, hello. With that beat, too. Uh, and then switch flow, Chamo does what Chamo does best, goes ham on a beat and just carries it with his hooks and his flow, and it just works. It worked so well, it got a remix. <laughs> it worked so well, it got a huge remix. But yeah, and then their combined song, one of their combined songs, Tour Day 5 Freestyle, which just, with the with the beat that comes in it, just it's just such a hype song. Definitely would be great for like a sports team kind of warm-up type song. Especially from someone who used to play sports in high school, I would probably appreciate it warming up to a song like that. But yeah, solid, uh, fun release too from them. Uh, next, we got producer Waychead. Actually, the last two I got here are both producers. Uh, Waychead yeah. with two months. Probably the best producer-only project I heard this year, for sure. Uh, Balance. Mm-hmm. Going nuts. Watch what you say. Literally with the features, including Chummo and Paul Blanco, uh, Zene Zilla, uh, Super B, Lila Mars, Moon, and Ash Island. Just fantastic features and especially and they all worked really well in the songs they were put into uh i uh think that this was you know done really well uh this was a really solid uh great display too of wei chen's work 
Um, and I can't wait to hear more stuff from him. And then finally, for my um, thing, I have to say, uh, we got a girl, uh, was it Girl Next Door or GXXD with Mojo? A little bit less hip-hop than I thought it was going to be, and more so kind of like uh, poppy club anthem tracks, surprisingly. Uh, he, Girl Next Door or GXXD has commonly collaborated with the likes of like Moon and CK and Kugi and other artists. And he decided to, uh, go, uh, um, or I think it might be a duo. I'm not quite sure. It might be a duo of them, but they decided to go more of a, um, of a, uh, club anthem kind of route with Mojo. Chum Sawi, Hitchhike Me, and Desire definitely give me those vibes, uh, of both that kind of stuff. And I've really enjoyed it. And yeah. 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 I think that's it for me on my end. <laughs> yeah. I don't really have much to add because we talked about the ones that I enjoyed the Joey Chan, Little Cherry, Code Tunes. One that I probably add is Ash Island's Ash, which is R&B hip hop. And with a hint of rock, which I love because Honestly, I was a rock person to begin with, so having rock in Korean music is always great when combined with hip-hop or R&B. We need more rock in Korean music, I think yeah. is what the answer is <laughs> overall. Yeah. We are suckers for that. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's pretty much that list. And um, yep. I think uh, the only other thing we were going to talk about was um, the nominees for the uh, for the upcoming awards, right? Oh yeah, they released um, awards for the DF Awards. What are, I think it's Dingo Free. I think Dingo Freestyle's uh, sponsoring the Korean Hip Hop Awards, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Okay, yeah. that's what it is. So the categories are um, Label Crew of the Year, MV of the Year, Collab of the Year, Producer of the Year, Underrated Album of the Year, R&B Song of the Year, R&B Album of the Year, Song of the Year, Album of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Artist of the Year. Woo. Which Have you gone through the categories and and seen if you liked anything? Um, I, I think I have to pull up the list right now for that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, where, where would I find this list? Okay, so for Label of the Year, it's Higher Music, VMC, Highlight, AOMG, Ambition, or 8-Ball Town. I agree with all those choices. Um, as for mm. who I would think would win, yeah, uh, not quite sure. It depends, I guess, on what... Because I know they're having a popular vote as well. So things right. could get really interesting. Um, yeah. Popularity, I could see Higher get it if that's a big influence. But otherwise... I could see um, judges going more for like a VNC kind of vibe, like VMC mm. or like um, Eight Ball Town kind of vibe, but mm. um, it really just depends. But for me I think, personally, I think for me it would be Ambition. Uh, like if I had to choose, because I just enjoyed their music from their artists more so this year. Yeah, I enjoyed Higher the most this year. But do you think the Higher and the AMG vote will be split? Are fans mm. of one more than the other, or are they like combined fans of both? That's a good question. I think if the international audience is more so involved, which it sounds like that could be a possibility, it would probably yeah. go more so the higher. If not, right. if it's more so Korean audiences, I think it could possibly go more so for uh, ambition. Mm. Okay. 
I can see I that. I think. It really depends, though, how yeah. the voting goes, I think, from the popular vote mm-hmm. with that one. So the next category is MD of the Year. So this went to Higher Music, The Purge, DPR Live Legacy, Fade Away, Home, Homies, DPR Live, Kiss Me, and Neon, or The Quiet, Bentley 2. Huh. Personally, I definitely like DPR Lives and like yeah. uh, in The Purge the most of those, I would say. Yeah. As yeah. for who I think would win, um, that's tough. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to I give it to know. DPR Ian, but he's not an option. <laughs> True. I would. I wish I could. But I think the problem is his music's a little bit too pop, I think, for this award show, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is sad, but... Um, any yeah. other popular award show, I would definitely throw my money at DPRE. And, but uh, I'd say if I were looking at it at truly a uh, MV perspective, I think it should go to DPR Live for sure. Mm. Yeah, I'd give it to DPR as well. But I don't know which song, though. Well, I think the MV is up. What would you say? Probably Kiss Me or Neon. No, I, I, but I think Kiss Me and Neon are the same MV, though. It's the same MV, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, I think, MV. so I think it'd be to that MV mm. for both of those songs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, okay. I would I would go for that music video, I think. I think that okay. would be one of the ones that would appeal to critics more so. Because mm-hmm. it definitely has more of that artsy vibe to it, but it really just depends what they look for in a music video. Plus, again, the audience vote as well mm. so but yeah okay so the next one is collab of the year so chungmo swish flow remix vvs bentley 2 automatic remix fade away or guangil joe i don't know what the name of the song is because it's in hangul but it's oh, the okay. remix of that song <laughs> okay i yeah. i think probably popular vote might win out this one which would VVS. be um, VVS and um, probably between VVS, Switchflow, and um, I'm trying to think what else did you mention that? Oh, Automatic Remix. I'd probably yeah. say one of those three most likely. I'm going to go with yeah. probably VVS considering just yeah. how popular that song was. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to lean towards that one. I'd say VVS, it, it'll probably win, but I would, would like it to go to Automatic Remix because I think it's a really cool collab of people. Oh, yeah. I, I think Automatic Remix would absolutely deserve that as well. I 100% mm-hmm. agree. But I have a feeling Popular Vote might win out this one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So it, I, one... I get the vibe. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I get the vibe that Popular Vote will win out with that one, probably. For sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so next is Producer of the Year. And the nominees are Groovy Room, Code Kunst, Geary Boy, Toil. Bronze and Goosebumps. Yeah, a good set of producers. Um, yeah. If we're going for um, critical vote, I would say absolutely Toil, without a doubt. Toil. Popular vote, yeah. yeah, Toil for sure, like critical vote. And probably mm-hmm. my personal favorite in terms of the experimentation he did with mm-hmm. um, with, with just the songs that he did overall this year, but particularly, of course, with Lena Mars with Toy Story 2. But right. um, popular-wise, I would not be surprised if it goes to Groovy Room or Goosebumps, but most likely Groovy Room. Helps that yeah. they were on Show Me the Money Groovy in particular. Room was so good this year, though. They were I so really good like their on Show Me the Money. 
they did yeah. really good music. So I yeah. would not be disappointed if they got that at all. Yeah. So Groovy Room. <laughs> yeah, I'd say most so it's probably going to be Groovy Room. Yep. Um, the next category is Underrated Album of the Year. And the nominees are Jay Park and DJ Wagon, Everybody Sucks. Um, JJK's album, QM's album, Homies, Ghetto Kids, Fisherman, The Dragon Warrior, So Samuel, D-I-A-L. Dial. Oh, I'd say for this one, my personal favorite would have to be The Dragon Warrior. The Dragon Warrior. Um, yeah, because that's a really uniquely made album for sure. Yeah, I, um, I get that, but it, I kind of felt bored listening to that. Oh, uh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I really I enjoyed Homies Ghetto Kids. I love them. <laughs> I I think it's because I haven't listened to Homies album yet, so it's probably uh, okay. why. So okay. I feel like I can't really judge that. But um, yeah. but for me, I probably say as for underrated, probably that one. But I have a feeling most likely it's probably going to go to Jay Park and DJ Waygun yeah. if Popular Vote wins out this yeah. one. But that's that also pretty cool EP too, though. I yeah. won't deny that. Yeah, it's pretty dark. It's got some weird beats. And then we got some nice way gunnies by DJ Hooks. And yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, 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 so guns. the next category is R&B Song of the Year. Um, so Lehigh's Holo, Crush Ohio, Chancellor Automatic Remix, Davida Vida, BB's The Long One. What's The Long One called? It's in Hangul, so I can't read oh, it. Oh, that would be Casino. Okay. So yeah. And then So Samuel, one of the So Samuel songs. Oh, I mean... Good options, really good options. Um, I think that BB song is Casino because that's the album art. I yeah yeah it's it's gonna be if it's if it's the chick in the red dress holding I think yeah whatever it's casino. yeah it's yeah. that that'd be Casino yeah. yeah um personal favorites definitely Davida um mm-hmm. uh and um obviously I I find it funny the automatic remix is yeah, only getting nominated not the original it's song like everybody. <laughs> That just makes me giggle. It's like, wow, yeah. that was a smart career move, Chancellor. Yeah. He's probably happy about that. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say that. I would say uh, my favorite's definitely Automatic Remix, uh, Casino, and uh, Davida's songs. Yeah. for sure. I'd probably give I think it should to, be the one to one. I'd probably give it to Automatic Remix just because it's so yeah, epic. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think it's. Sh- I think it probably will end up being Automatic Remix. It's probably gonna be that or Casino. I get a vibe. But, uh, yeah. yeah. The next song is R&B Album of the Year. And the nominees are... Crush, With Her. Yarin Beck, Tell Us About Yourself. So Samuel, Unity 2. Uh, Suman, Act X. Davida, Krem. Um, Jay Banoff, Good Thing, Remix. Yeah, I, that's what I need to check out. Uh, yeah, I haven't it checked it out either. I've heard, I've heard it's good. Well, there, the, it's interesting because there's a remix because the remix album has a bunch of features on that one, but there's also uh-huh. the original album, which is like the same songs except without features. Right. So that that's like those two are projects that I need to check out at some point, but because yeah. I've heard good things about them and the album mm-hmm. art looks pretty cool too on that. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, for this one, my personal favorites definitely go towards the woman in this category with. Yeah. Davida and Suman and Beck Kieran. 
I feel like mm-hmm. Yaren's kind of like a darling with critics, so I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if critics go for her. As for a popular vote, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it'll probably be Beck Yaren or Crush. Yeah, I'd probably say it's going to be one of those two, most likely. I would like Suman to win. I love that EG. I, I would love Suman to win, because she <laughs> has some really cool music, and she deserves something. But I have a, yeah. but I feel I feel like Yaren and Crush had the edge in terms of international appeal as well, so, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the next category is Song of the Year. And the nominees are Bentley 2, any song, VVS, um, Noxel's Ak- Akira. Oh, that's Purge, a good song. <laughs> the Purge and some Guang Iljo song. Um, good. I think it's a pretty good actually setup. Um, I didn't talk about yeah. Noxel's album because I think I listened to it too late in the year to really have a good opinion. But that Akira yeah. is a pretty good song from him. So I do not. Mm. I I like that song. Um. And then, um, let's see, uh, The Purge, The Purge is great. Um, yeah, I'd probably I'm give it to, to The Purge. I probably will, too, and definitely for in terms of popularity. I mean, VBS yeah. is also most likely a pretty good contender for trying VBS to get this VBS or one. any song. And any song, too, as well. Like, there's yeah. some, those two in particular are bigger heavy hitters, so I wouldn't be right. surprised if one of those two get it out of this right. group. Mm-hmm. So the next category is Album of the Year big one. Oh yeah. And the nominees are Bill Stack's Detox, Deep Flow Founder, Higher Music's Red Tape and Blue Tape, Nuxel's IQ, no, 1Q87, the Kundi Panda album, and Don Malik's Malik the Cactus Flower. Yeah. These these are some of these I yeah, I again, a couple of the ones we didn't talk about um as much or didn't include because I didn't listen to them as much, but I can tell you that they are definitely very artistic. Um, Deep Flow is the founder, especially. He uses a lot of, like, actual instruments, like drums yeah. and whatnot in his, and that's a pretty impressively produced album. And right. I can't. it's hard for us to judge it. Uh, I feel like for me in particular, it's hard to judge Deep Flow's lyrics, because he definitely has lyricism, but I think without understanding Korean, you don't really get all of that. But right. you can tell he definitely is one of those like lyrics cold rappers. So I wouldn't be surprised why that album is popular and would be a darling. I've heard mm-hmm. good things about Bill Stack's release, Detox. Yeah. Have not mm-hmm. listened to it though, so I can't really make a judgment there. Um, and Nuxall, who's also part of BMC, um, again, pretty solid album too, but didn't listen to it enough to really form, a, I feel like, a good opinion on that one. But yep. um, yeah, I think this one's going to be more so a critical darling. Um, I think the international crowd will try to push for the red tape, higher music tape, but I think there's better albums. It's actually both. They're both nominated, so it's like a combination of tapes. Yeah, so it's probably just the whole package they're judging together, most likely. But I'm going to say, I think it's going to go towards maybe Founder. I have a feeling. I haven't listened to that, so I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I think that one, I think this could be one where critics went out potentially so i'd say founder i think but that's my opinion yeah Mm. okay so the next category is rookie of the year so this is the nominees are homies wanstein swervy bb guangiljo devita 
That's a stacked list. It's stacked. <laughs> I, I would give it to all of them if I could. But yeah. I think gut tells me it's probably going to be BP. Yeah. Just that's my gut. But yeah. like Swervy and Davida in particular, also really fantastic. Just, yeah. oh man. And homies and one scene. I love them. Oh, one scene as well. Like, yeah. Oh, one scene might have a yeah. chance just because of so many money. Might. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He might have a chance. That's fair. I will yeah. Get, yeah, I will. I won't discount him. That's that's a good point. But uh, I, I I don't know. This one could be a toss up. But if the if the show me the money power comes through, it could be between Wanstein and BP. If not, then um, I feel like BP kind of has more of an advantage in this one. But uh, we shall see. Yep. And the last category is Artist of the Year, and this goes. The nominees are Jay Park, Swings, Justice, Yanda. Palo Alto, and Deep Flow. A.K.A. the uh, founder of Music Records Club. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, pretty much. Yeah. Um, probably yeah. besides Justice, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, again... Um, I, would, I wouldn't mind anyone except Swings. Like, I don't think Swings deserves it because... Uh, so I don't think so. I don't think he put... It, did he put out an album this year? Did he? Because, I don't know. Yeah, I mm, I just yeah, don't like the mm. idea of Swings winging anything at this point. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Someone's not a big Swings fan. But yeah. uh, I don't think, J I personally don't think Jay Park should really either, to be honest with you. I feel mm. like he just mostly featured, if anything. Justice, mm. eh, you could argue with Justice, but he also didn't really put out an album. He just yeah. kind of, mm, he definitely had good features. Yeah, he, he he was around because of Show Me yeah. the Money, but otherwise, I don't know. Um, it it depends. I think I could see deep, depending if they're gonna go with production music stuff and lyricism. I could see Deep Flow getting this, but uh, mm. but popularity could sway this one too. So we shall have okay. to wait and see. I think. Yeah, I don't really know, but if I had to guess, it would probably be Jay Park. But yeah, I love Justice, so he's my pick. Yeah, Justice is fun too. I I yeah. just don't know if him not dropping like a project or something would yeah. be a factor in this. That's the only yeah. thing. But yeah, yep. so that's it. That's a wrap for the. That's awards. a wrap. That's a wrap for our predictions for those awards. But yeah, yep. we'll see if we're wrong or not, depending on uh, when this gets edited and when that show comes out. That's true. It might already be up by the time we release it. But hey, it'd be fun to see our predictions. But uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think that's uh, that's a wrap on this episode. Mm -hmm. Thank particular. you so much for having me. It was so much oh, fun. Thank you for coming on the show, Satsy. I, I need to get my opinions out on some of these song releases and uh, it's good to have a homie who can, you know, you, definitely You, you definitely have me. more knowledge about this than me. I'm just beginning. You, you are just beginning, them. but you have you you have a fun. You're gonna have a fun time discovering some stuff. And hell, there's a ton of stuff yeah. that I still have to learn. Frankly, For sure. K yeah. K and me has me beat in a lot of stuff, <laughs> and yeah. some other guys too. But um, but yeah, it's been great having you here, Sat. Thanks for um successfully completing round two of this recording with me. Uh, we it was great. Did Thank it. you. We did it. We did it, guys. Uh, we did it. We did it. We did it. Yay. <laughs> Okay, but so yeah. 
Amazing. But yeah, so um, I, uh, I'm not really good. Kayla usually does the ending plug of this. But um, hey, guys, um, if you like and, uh, you know, we're on Twitter. Knee Slapping Podcast is on the Knee Slapping K-Pop Podcast is on Twitter. So uh, follow us there. We got an Instagram. We uh, we're on like, uh, I think, uh, quite a few podcast channels, um, including uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us here. We're also on YouTube as well. So you can uh, listen to us here on YouTube. And uh, yeah, uh, all the links to our social media and stuff will be down in the descriptions for these uh, places below. And yeah. So yeah, come come back, come listen, especially if you want to hear me pop in once in a while, talk about um, some stuff within the, uh, different parts, aspects of Korean music that aren't necessarily K-pop and idol groups. Yeah, I hope to be able to do more in the future, but uh, given my current work situation, I'm not quite sure if that will be as frequently as I hope to. But uh, yeah, I, I hope I'm going to try to push forward and create a little bit more content so we can, uh, so I can, or at least so I can uh, discuss and more about uh, at least hip hop and R and B more so in the future. But yeah, thanks that for coming in today for this introduction to it on this uh, podcast. Thanks for having me. <laughs> No problem. And yeah, that's a wrap. So uh, yeah, thank you, everybody. Have fun. Bye. Stay safe. Bye-bye.